Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I have a very funny guest today. I mean, not that they're not all funny, but sometimes they're like, eh, you know, but this one's like really funny. Um, he's a former Viner and now, I mean, you're now like a Instagram story, but that's all we have now, right? Yeah, I'm everything else. Snapchat, Every- Instagram, Twitter. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're everything that is available. Uh, he's also a stand-up comedian and an actor. Uh, he has great characters and SNL uh, likes him. Can I say that? They like me. They do. I don't think Lauren Michaels knows who I am, but there are producers on SNL. That know who you are. They've seen me and they, they've told me they like me. They've like run into you in person? No. Okay. Well, I should say your <laughs> name, by the way. Uh, this is Rye Dune. Short Rye, for, what's your real name? My name, my real name is Ryan Muldoon. But you had got a stage name because you wanted to be fancy. Yeah. I was You're just, like Marilyn Monroe. I, Marilyn Manson, more like it. Yeah. And just like Marilyn Manson, I have removed three ribs so I can suck my own dick. Is that a true story? I want it. I want to believe it. As true as he, is that he's the guy from Paul from Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And also I heard he was uh, Charlie from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He's lived a lot of lives. Yeah. He's very, <laughs> like, how old is Charlie from the Chocolate Factory now? Dead? That would be like from like how long ago? 60s? I think or older? 60s. I think 60s. That was a good guess on both of our parts. Chin up, Charlie. I used to love that movie. Did you want me to harmonize with you? Because I can't sure. sing. One, two, three. Three, four, five. Chin up, Charlie. That was good. That's all I know from the song. This episode has already gone viral. (laughs) By the way, the Oompa Loompas used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, because they're terrifying. Yeah, super terrifying. Wait, what what was I just thinking of that terrified? Oh, it's a whole movie. Did Labyrinth freak freak you the fuck out, that movie? Um, Yes. It's the scariest movie of all time. It is? Yeah. Labyrinth. I watched it. As Sorry, a kid. I went on a tangent because I was like, I was like, I have something in my head that terrified me as a kid that wasn't supposed to be as terrifying as it was. Right. Labyrinth, <laughs> and it's not just because David Bowie was wearing tights. Because uh, you remind me of the babe. Babe with the power. Dance, magic dance. This is the dance jump, they do. Magic <laughs> jump. <laughs> That's exactly what they like do. Really bad dancing. Wish you guys could see this. Maybe I should start putting these on video. Yeah. yeah. We'll just play clips of it. And by the way, uh, David Bowie has a huge dick bulge all throughout that movie. <laughs> it's so inappropriate for kids. <laughs> isn't that so weird? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like no one was watching that like when it was getting made and they were like, can we uh, fix the dick bulge? They were just <laughs> right. like, let it ride. Bowie's like, no. <laughs> Keep the dick bulge. It's who I am. It's me, dance, <laughs> magic dance. You remind me of the boob. That's actually a really good impression. Have you Thank ever done you. that before? Um, no, but it'll it'll be on SNL next season, probably. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm yeah, killing yeah. it so hard. Yeah, killing it so hard. Someone who has something to do with SNL uh, knows who I am, so, I'm, <laughs> so my manager tells me. So Is it like, uh, could it be like a caterer, or do you think it's like a producer? <laughs> probably just a homeless man outside of 30 Rock. <laughs> He's like, I love his videos. You're like, how'd you get a cell phone, homeless man? Oh, guess what? This is kind of a brag, but it was a moment in my life where I was like, it was cool and also surprising and funny. One time I was in Boston. It was in, during the thick of Vine. Uh-huh. I was getting a shitload of views. And I walked by a homeless dude on the sidewalk. He was like in his 30s, 40s, a homeless guy. You can never really tell what age they are. You <laughs> yeah, know, it can go from 25 to 60, just depending. But they always have a nice tan. Nice tan and pretty much, they're usually pretty thin. They are, yeah. Yeah, great. Lean. They're lean. That should be a new diet. The homeless diet. Yeah. Derelict diet. Yeah. What you do is you don't sleep. Well, in the sleeping you do, it's on a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And then you just beg for food. Yeah. And a lot of people don't give you money for food. So then you don't eat. Yeah. And, and you get skinny. a good tan. Granted, part of the tan is just all the dirt on your skin. Yeah. But, but it's still... Hey, that's basically what a spray tan is. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so you're in Boston. <laughs> yeah. I was walking in, uh, I don't know, uh, on Boylston Street, I'll say. I don't know where it was. And a homeless dude... Lying down on the sidewalk, he looked up at me. He was like, "Hey, Rydoon." What? <laughs> that is actually really cool. Because you're like, "How did you see me?" Right? I actually felt I did re- felt feel really cool. And that, yes, I am kind of bragging right that, now. No, but that is like a really cool thing. And I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she was like, well, "What? Holy shit!" I was like, "Homeless people are watching your ride." You're like, "Hey, yeah, people like me, bitch." Not that you called her a bitch, you know what I mean? Right. But I called her. A- cunt okay yeah oops i just said cunt sorry well, it's actually one of my favorite words it says so much without having to say many words you know and uh so he said like hey right dude then i was like yep that's me buddy and then he said can i have some money and i kicked him in the face because like get a job you know yeah mm-hmm. you're like you could go make vine videos that's free yeah just like get your smartphone out yeah use your dad's data Cause clearly because <laughs> clearly you have a smartphone if you're able to know who i am right it's kind of cool how did and you weird. how did you get into doing vine like uh, that, like okay, so I never know what things are, um, just 
I don't know. I'm always like too late to things. Mm-hmm. That like blew up out of nowhere. And yeah. how did you catch on to it early or did you catch it later? No, I caught on right away. Uh, and I'm one to not catch on to things. And mm-hmm. I'm one to like not think anything's cool. Like an Instagram I hated forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sh- I'm, That's how I am too. I'm just real grumpy. I'm just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to learn that. Yeah, I'm cynical. Yeah. I'm trying to change my point of view on things. Yeah. I like being a grumpy old man. Anyways. But uh, I heard about Vine from my passion for podcasts. I, I love podcasts. I'm addicted oh. to them. And uh, I still listen to it. But at the time, I was listening to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Mm-hmm. And his co-host at the time and co-producer, Brian Redband. Uh-huh. You know him? Yes. Uh, he mentioned Vine for like three seconds when it first came out. He was like, Will Sasso's doing cool Vines. It's like, I'm making Vines. And Brian said to Joe, was like, doesn't it like kind of make you like want to be the best at it in the world? Or Brian can't say yeah. the word world, so he's in the world. <laughs> and Joe was like, what? No. <laughs> and then they dismissed it. And I was like, ha, huh, Will Sasso. I like Will Sasso. I'm yeah. going to check this out. And uh, so then you went. Then I went home, and uh, it was just a huge creative creative outlet for me. Mm-hmm. I was doing stand-up, but uh, I, st- I still love to do characters and voices. So I was like just filming myself, making myself laugh. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any editing skills or camera equipment. So Vine allowed me to... Do like a couple scenes within one six second video, mm-hmm. just selfieing, and I was like, "Whoa, hey, I'm funny!" You're like, I have good timing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see if I thought I was funny. Yeah, and uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out big time. I'm the funniest person in the world, yeah. hands down. I'm God, better than George Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> People say I'm the next Jim Carrey, but no, I am I'm better than Jim, than Jim yeah. Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, no one says I'm the next Jim Carrey. I, I don't want that to be out there that I said that about myself. <laughs> you never know. Maybe some people do say it. Wait, so were you already living in LA at the time? Mm-mm. I need. So, okay, you were still living in Boston. And was, were you, or where were you living? I was living in Boston. Yep. Uh-huh. Roxbury to be exact. You don't have to use that, um, the, coaster. That, the coaster on the ground. You really didn't even have to use it on the table. I was just trying to seem classy. Can I throw this drink in your face right now? <laughs> it would probably make it less hot in here. <laughs> Nelly, it's, hot as balls it's getting hot in here. So take a nap. Okay. Anyway, should we start this episode over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, was, so where were you living at the time? I was in Boston, in Roxbury to be exact, which is known to be the most violent area of Boston, but it was the best place I ever lived. Really? Were you going to school there? Or yeah, I went to UMass Boston. Uh huh. Um, and then I graduated from there in 2006. I moved away. I went to Wyoming to be a ski bum for a year. Cool. Then I moved back to Boston and got a place in Roxbury with my girlfriend at the time. And let's see. I, at that point, I had exited the landscaping industry. I was landscaping for uh-huh. years. I wanted to own my own company, mm-hmm. be a landscape architect. Then I realized I didn't think that was going to make me happy. Yeah. So I switched to nursing. I was taking nursing school classes. Wow. I was like 27, 28. Wait, you got into this way later. I did, yeah. And you had a lot of success very quickly. I know. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish Vine was still around so you all could figure this shit out. <laughs> right? It's been a crash course of comedy for me. Like, uh, I got, I got, oh, I felt overexposed. I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Okay, um, we'll get there. Sorry. Okay, so you, then you went into nursing. Yep. I was taking prereqs at Bristol Community, no, uh, Roxbury Community College. Mm-hmm. These are classes I avoided in college the first time, like chemistry, organic chemistry, all that shit. And my plan was to be a nurse, which made my family very happy. Yeah. Because I was 27 or 28. I needed to do something with my life. I knew I didn't want to do landscaping. I started doing stand-up, but I was like, that's 10 years from now. Yeah. Hopefully that'll work out. So I chose nursing because I knew it was like a great job. Uh, being a male in the nursing in- industry, I would get a good salary stuff. It was just a good path. Mm-hmm. So then I started doing that, taking night classes at Roxbury Community College. I picked up a part-time job dog walking during the day. Okay. Uh, just, just picking up shit. Yeah, yeah, it's very glamorous. <laughs> I was a terrible dog walker. I love the dogs, but you know, I, I, I'd give them like a good ten minute walk when it should be like half and hour. Did you sometimes leave the shit on the, the street? You were yes. like, eh, that looks that doesn't look easy to pick up. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's human. Several times, I no, it that. was dog shit. But yeah. I, I would sometimes pick up human shit too if yeah. I if I saw it. <laughs> Just if you were in the right mood. I walked homeless people. Yeah. The guy, he recognized me in the sidewalk. I was like, looks like you need a walk, bro. Yeah. And the, uh, we're going to do this together. And he was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he started mentoring him and yeah. the rest is history. And now he, his name, that is actually Matt Damon Yeah, from Boston. <laughs> yeah. That's how he... A few people know that. He was down and out at one point and you picked yep. him back up. Yep. Yeah. 
So there's that. Um, yeah, living in Boston, doing stand-up, taking nursing school, nursing school classes at night, dog walking during the day. Then Vine came out, and I quickly got like a decent amount of followers. Mm-hmm. Like how quickly did you get followers? And how did you find your followers? It's just people found you? or I played the system. I'll let you know what I did. Okay. Um, so I saw what was popular on Vine. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot of people on Vine at the time, so it was feasible to get uh, kind of high up on the popular page, mm-hmm. which is how you got followers. That's how you got most exposure. Okay. I saw what was popular, and I was like, that's not that funny. I was like, I'm funnier than that person. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, I can do this. Started making Vines every day. So I'd make a, Jay's, a Vine about Jay-Z. Okay. Uh, I do Jay-Z impressions. So some of my Vines were like, it'd be like, Jay-Z goes to the market. And I'd go out in real life, go to mm-hmm. a market approach a guy at a deli and i said to him like yo y'all got any cheese beyonce wants cheddar <laughs> then i grab some cookies go to the cashier put her, put the cookies up and in, into frame with the cashier's face in it too mm-hmm. it is chips ahoy i go chips ahoy for you boy <laughs> <laughs> wait how did um did you ask the people before if you could film them or did you just do it without them realizing you were filming them? The guy at the deli in that vine. You can you can Google uh, Jay-Z goes to the market and it'll show up. Uh, the guy at the deli, I told him like, hey, I'm a comedian. I'm just making a quick video. Just stand there and I'm going to do a Jay-Z impression. So okay. like, all right, cool. And the cashier, I just filmed her. I just did it. And she didn't care? I don't think she knew I was filming her. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, Oh, okay. Back to playing the game. So after I'd post a Jay-Z vine uh, and then I would search hashtag jay-z mm-hmm. and i would like or comment on every single vine that anyone in the world made with that hashtag smart because i knew it's they'd like be a like, full-time job yeah because i knew like they'd see it like what somebody liked one of my stupid vines mm-hmm. and then they'd go to my f- my page and they'd like, hey that's a funny impression and then they'd follow me and i would do that i would stay up all night because i wanted to is yeah. that weird like it wasn't like i'm gonna i have this goal and i'm gonna work hard it was more obsession yeah yeah i'd stay up all fucking night just lying in bed next to my next to my girl and I would just do that like all night and I'd wake like, up. Can you go to sleep? <laughs> yeah. Or at least turn the clicking off on your phone, that that sound. I remember there was one moment lying in bed. This is when I was getting more followers. Uh my tweets, I'd get a lot of tweets mm-hmm. and I had notifications on still. Mm-hmm. And I kept on going off in the middle of the night. My girlfriend was like, Can you turn off your notifications? And I was like, This is a milestone. <laughs> Turning off my notifs. Notifs. <laughs> Cause I'm so hot right now, dude. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was tons of fun. So you okay? So that's how you got most of your followers. Is you were? Um, that's how I got a good base mm-hmm. of like, I think it was only like two thousand at that time, mm-hmm. and that was enough momentum to where I didn't need to like search everything every night. And then people just started fa- finding you. Yep, I I was popular enough to make it on the popular page, mm-hmm. which was where most people watched finds. They go on their app and click popular now. It was called back then, mm-hmm. and I'd be one of the top ranked people on that. And through that, people would follow me. And so every day, I posted Vine, gained more and more followers. And Vine became super popular in the summer of 2013. Mm-hmm. There was a, a time where I was getting like 10,000 followers a day. That's crazy. And, and all my other Vine friends, we were just getting tens of thousands of followers every Did day. Did you feel like a rock star? No. No, I'm just <laughs> saying like in the sense of like, where you're just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. Or something happens like quickly. Yeah, it was super exciting. Probably the most exciting time of my life. Uh, there was a moment where I did have a feeling like, holy shit, like I'm, I'm famous, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Fame is a perception. Yeah. So among teenage, mostly girls, uh-huh. a lot of them perceived me to be famous. Did they like stop you on the street and stuff? Yeah. Really? Yep. I, I did a meet and greet in New York with like four other Viners in Central Park in New York. We just posted on Vine, meet us at this rock, uh-huh. at this section of Central Park. You weren't even drinking at one of these meet and greets? You just met in public? Yeah. I would need a lot of booze to meet <laughs> like a large group of people that liked me. I'd be like, I can't handle this. Actually, I did drink a little bit. There were some older followers who like had like Gatorade and vodka. Uh, God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> and it was crazy. This is a moment when, where we all like realized, holy shit, people like us. How we're many like, people came out? Like, I think around a thousand. Holy shit. Screaming, literally screaming, crying girls. Oh my god! And like we were up on a on a rock, they're j- trying to jump up the rock, like grabbing on her clothes and shit. 
yeah. that's insane. <laughs> it was crazy. We're, it was super hot out. We're all drenched in our own sweat. Um, Whoa. And uh, the theme was costume party. So we all wore costumes and we encouraged the fans to bring costumes too. Mm-hmm. So I uh, dressed up as a Red Sox player. Okay. And then I signed autographs. I was wearing a Red Sox uniform. And then I was taking selfies and signing autographs because I always wanted to be a Red Sox player, uh-huh. like a baseball star. But did you play baseball ever? Yeah, like as a kid in okay. high school. But that was my way of like fulfilling a dream. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> no one brought any baseballs for me to sign, though. <laughs> that's too bad. I'm sorry. Thank you. Who were the other Viners that were there? That was uh, Nicholas Megalis, uh, Marcus Johns, Jerome Jar, Jerry Perp Drank. Are these real names? <laughs> Jerome Jar, yeah, everyone but Jerry, Jerry Perp, Perp Drink. Drink. Oh, okay. No. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> His last name's Perp Drink. <laughs> it's racist. Um, that's insane. Did you start getting like paid for that? Not for, like maybe for that meet and greet, but like, mm-hmm. did pe- did Viners get paid for what they did at that time? Um, at that time, we were about we were starting to get starting to get paid. How did that work? Um, so we would get millions of views and millions of followers. So that made us very valuable to brands. So you didn't start getting paid until you were in the millions. Um, yes, okay. pretty much. Um, we had a meeting. Do you know Gary Vaynerchuk? No, like I feel a, like you're just making up names. Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a businessman, entrepreneur. He's a podcaster too. He's oh, okay. a podcast. Uh, he's well known in the entrepreneurial, whatever okay. that word is. Entrepreneurial? I don't know. I'm a moron. <laughs> entrepreneurial? Yeah, I Anal? tried. I tried. He's well known in the anal industry. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, his asshole's very loose. Or tight, whatever's good. Yeah. Probably tight. Shit, I don't know. Well, how tight is your asshole? I would imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> mine is literally dripping. Right <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay, great. <laughs> so, what's this? Yeah, sorry. What's this podcast like? Can I swear and stuff? You could, yeah, do whatever right. you want. Anal dripping. That wasn't cool. swearing, but yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Damn it. That was more just like a turn on. Yeah. <laughs> so this dude. <laughs> yes, he's an entrepreneurial dude. He had us go to his office in New York as me and a small group of viners. And he sat us down. He was like, you guys are going to be making a living from Vine in the next six, six months. We're all just like, what? Then he explained it. It made a lot of sense. We get a lot of views. Mm-hmm. He would link us up with brands who wanted to tap into our young fan base. Mm-hmm. So then what started happening is brands would hit up agencies. Gary's agency was called Grape Story. There's, okay. There's now Niche and a bunch of other stuff. They'd hit up an agency, say, we want five viners for this brand. Who is a good fit? Mm-hmm. And the ag- agency would be like, Rydoon has three million followers. He does characters, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So my first gig was with uh, Team uh, Virgin Mobile. I did like three. Cool. I did three vines for a certain amount of money uh-huh. with certain guidelines, certain hashtags. So it was like a a mini commercial. And at the time, viners were getting more views than most. So would you have to say exactly what they wanted you to say, or was it just like you would hold up a Virgin phone somehow in the vine? Uh, they would give us guidelines, mm-hmm. saying the campaign is. Let me wait, let me think of one actually. I'm sorry. Uh, They're fine. Dead air. I, do you want me to? I could sing. Or like, um, <laughs> These dreams when I close my eyes. I had heart playing when he walked in. Ever since of the ten night, Whatever. I live a lonely life. Keep think about your thing. Okay, I'm trying to think of a campaign that did. All right, I did a, a Pepsi thing one day. It was a Pepsi Super Bowl, so okay. I had to make cool. some vines about how I celebrate watching the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. So I did a vine where I went on in public. I was like, halftime Super Bowl show. I was like startling strangers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in, in that one, I just had to like be excited about the halftime show. Okay. And then I had to show the Pepsi bottle in the vine. Uh, and then I, the most important part was my caption. Mm-hmm. It was like, tune into the Pepsi halftime show with Lady Gaga. Hashtag Pepsi. Hashtag Pepsi oh, halftime they, show. Yeah, hashtag yeah. Da, ba, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba. And uh, some of them were like, Enter this promo code to get a chance to win free Pepsi. Shit yeah. like that. So I would do stuff like that. So did you make a living off of Vine? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I still do make a living from doing brands on social media. Uh-huh. So that's my bread and butter. Okay. Although I have taken a hit because Vine is gone now. When did that go away? <laughs> About a year ago is when they announced it. I love that I just don't know things. It's I right. called my podcast producer earlier and I was like, oh yeah, this is my guest. And... He was Viner and she was like, oh, I wonder like how he feels about Vine going away. I was like, Vine's gone? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's gone. too bad. 
Yeah, they announced it uh, this past uh, October a year ago. Oh, it took me a year to pick up on yeah, it. Great. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you cool, mean cool. You're, got it, got it, got it. You're just constantly drunk, so like you miss things. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm happy. <laughs> um, that's the key. Wait, so I had a question. Did you have like, okay, so you'd been doing stand-up, well, you told me this before the podcast, but not super long before you started doing Vine, right? Right. I did my first open mic, and then I was have been doing it, started consistently doing stand-up three months before Vine came out. Okay. Did you have like the character, like did you have characters and stuff down before? Or did you develop them doing that? Did you ever have aspirations to be an actor? Yes. And then you, okay, you did. Very much. I was a musician for years. I played saxophone for years and years. Mm-hmm. I still kind of sing. I guess I'm a singer. Not actively, but. I was going to ask you that actually, which is creepy. I didn't know if it was creepy, but you have like a lot of like uh, equipment and things in the background of your apartment when you're doing your videos. And I'm like. Is it creepy that I noticed that? <laughs> I was going to ask if you're a musician. Wow, stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought I, I was, am what I am. I was thinking like, she's never been in my place. Yeah. Like, well, oh, from the video. You're drunk a lot too, so you never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was a music, musician for years. Saxophone player, singer. I used to beatbox. I suck at it now. Mm-hmm. And just songwriter. Okay. Songwriter. Am I drunk? So you, wanted, no. so you wanted to be a musician yeah. First and foremost? From third grade and on, I was studying music, and that was my path for years. Uh-huh. And I was in a bunch of bands, mostly original rock bands and stuff, and it just wasn't working out, and I kind of quit. Okay. I was 27, my last band broke up, and I was like, it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Mostly, or in large part, because I knew the music industry was struggling so bad. Yeah. So I was like, no one's, unless you're, like, you're super lucky or like an amazing pop super hot pop star yeah it's not gonna happen yeah. so i i started listening to podcasts four years before i started doing stand-up i would listen to joe rogan mark Marin, and some other stuff and then i realized listening to comedians i was like ah oh, fuck uh, that's my people like i had a lot in common with comedians mm-hmm. like kind of like fucked up family past uh-huh. or just like being weird yeah. Anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. <laughs> all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Comedians, we're super happy. Yeah. So I was like, I need to do stand up. Uh-huh. Um, then I, yeah, then I started doing it. What was your question? Well, I was, well, I kind of bounced around. Um, if you had like characters already figured out before you started doing uh, Vine yeah. or if you just kind of started developing them when you were making Vine videos. Right. Um, so I had characters that I would just do for my friends mm-hmm. and I'd imitate friends a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in college, it's funny, looking back, I had, was just trying to get creative creativity out in so many ways, but it was never like structured performance. Uh-huh. I would prank call my friends. It was like <laughs> what I was known for. It, it made me so happy to yeah. prank call using voices that. and stuff. Did so, they know, did they pick up on the fact that it was you after a while or were they just like... Eventually, yeah. Yeah. But I would change my voice enough to know like where my good friends didn't know who it was. Really? <laughs> There was one, I pranked my friend Kyle for like two weeks straight. I would call him <laughs> in a character that I uh, put on Vine named Alex. Uh-huh. It was mostly just a voice. I was like, hey. I'd call him and be like, hey, what's up? It's Alex. Uh, listen, Kyle, I found you on Facebook and I think you're really, really cute. <laughs> and then Kyle would be like, oh, uh, what? You found me on Facebook? And I was like, yeah. And like, want to know if you want to just like want to hang out sometime. And he'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not gay. So it's, it won't work out. And I'd interrupt him like, Kyle. I've seen your pics. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he freak out? No, he was actually super nice about it. Oh. He was really funny. That was a good way to tell if your friend was an asshole or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there were times I kept it going for like a couple of weeks. One morning I went skiing with some friends. We woke up at like 5 a.m. to drive to New Hampshire. So mm-hmm. I called Kyle at 5 a.m. <laughs> and left a message just to, to freak him out. Hey, it's like super early. I just wanted to say hi. Hope you have a really good day. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going skiing, but like I'll be back later. So like, let's let's meet up. <laughs> and so I just pictured Kyle listening to that. Just being like, "What the fuck?" Did you? Would you see him like <laughs> later? And then he'd be like, "Dude, this guy's calling me. It's yeah. really weird." And he'd be like, "Oh, that sucks." Yeah, yeah. And there was one uh, final conclusion. I don't know climax, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some gross sex word. Yeah. That, <laughs> Conclusion's not, not really a gross sex word. <laughs> We it's all more just like the ending to a story. The know. climax. Like we all came at one point. Uh-huh. We all jizzed. Yeah. And here's the story. Uh we had a party <laughs> at my place and I was calling and texting Kyle mm-hmm. as Alex all day. So I'm like, what are you doing today? Let's hang out. And then as a joke, my friend Ben took Kyle's phone. It was a, a joke in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, who's this psycho? 
my buddy Ben grabbed Kyle's phone and then texted Alex, me, mm-hmm. the address. Uh, this might be confusing. But basically, no, it's not. my character Alex got Kyle's address. Okay. So I was like, yay, thank you for giving me the address. I'll be, I'll be there tonight. And uh, so all night it was like, Alex is coming over. Alex is coming over. And at one point I went down to the basement, changed into like a suit uh-huh. and put a brown bag over my head. <laughs> Just because I needed to somehow have a disguise yeah. yeah so then i show up at the door with a brown bag over my head and kyle was just freaking fucking freaking out it's like <laughs> dude no you can't be here it's like I, I, i'm sorry like uh, you're, you're freaking me out <laughs> you can't be here and then my buddy will who was in on the joke mm-hmm. this was his opportunity to fuck with me so he threw a beer at my head <laughs> oh jesus a full beer <laughs> yeah it was full beer it was a can but that was just his moment did it make like, contact yeah, hit me in the head. Great, great. So I stayed in character. I was like, ow! <laughs> but then I, Kyle was getting, it looked like he wanted to kick my ass. And you were, then you just pulled the bag I, off? I pulled it off. And I was hoping he would laugh, but he was just disturbed and he felt used. <laughs> really? Was he like mad at you? It took him a while. He was like, dude, that's, oh man, I've been thinking about this for like two weeks. I was psycho stalking me. Uh, he's like, I'm not ready to laugh at it yet, but uh, that was good. It was good. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Now I feel bad for him. Poor Kyle. Well, that's it's a lot. You know, I've since brought that character to Vine and I made the voice way over the top. Okay. Is that one have like a costume like Kathy? Kathy's my favorite. Kathy. Yeah. Alex has a costume. It's a wig. I haven't done Alex in a while. And to distract. Is that me- side wig thing? No, that's, oh, that's a British oh, that's person. A British kid. Okay. He says, I don't lock it. Yeah. He just doesn't lock anything. Yeah. Real quick, Alex had a wig, and I would film people in public with my phone. I'd just hold my phone up mm-hmm. to my chest. And a way to distract people from seeing my phone is I made Alex, that character, she was covered in lipstick. Mm-hmm. So I'd put way too much lipstick on my face. Oh, Alex w- was a girl? I thought Alex was a gay it's an guy. androgynous. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. You know, gender is a choice. Okay, sorry. It's she, neutral. Got it. They haven't decided on their I'm choice bad. yet. I'm bad. I'm a little ignorant. What is... I'm sorry to Alex. What is their pronoun? Z. Are you Just, being serious? No. Oh, I was like, no. I don't. I was like, I know I'm kind of an idiot, right? but not. I don't even much. know what pronoun means. Okay. This is like he, she. Me neither. Actually. Z. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. Good. Um. So okay, wait. How did you distract them? When you, uh, when I your would phone just, was up to your chest. How would you get them to not see your phone? I would make my face so bizarre with lipstick <laughs> and the wig and facial expression that they just would like, what? Holy shit! They look at my face and not the phone. Have you ever had someone on the street get like mad at you? Like yes. thinking like, are you videotaping me right now? Yes. And like, was it ever scary? Yes. <laughs> Tell me a story. Uh, one time I was in Cambridge, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Central Square to be exact. And if you know that area, uh, you would know that Central Square has a lot of like crazy people. Mm-hmm. I think there might, it's probably a big homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, a lot of crazies in that area, which is insensitive to say, but it's a good way to sum it up. Yeah. Um, and I'm always nice. I always like tell people afterwards that I just filmed them. Okay. Or I'll say like, I'm going to film you. Is that cool? But to this one dude, he was sitting on the sidewalk. Uh, he was shit faced. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I just went up to him and his friend. I just said, hi, I love you. And he noticed I was filming him. Then I walked away. He was like, you're fucking filming me. I was like, oh, I was. Like, do you want me to delete it? He's like, fucking delete that. I was like, no problem, man. I'm so sorry. I'm just making a stupid video. My fault. Yeah. So I deleted it. But then he kept on walking after me. Uh, thankfully, he was shit-faced. So I like sped walked away. Uh-huh. Then I stopped. I was like, all right, I lost him. But I was like a little bit scared. He, like, yeah. he wanted to fight me. Uh, I was like, I lost him. And I looked back around me. He's like five feet away from me with an empty glass bottle. <gasps> like, Holy shit. Winding up to hit me over the head with it. So then I just... Then you just ran? I hope? skipped. I skipped away. You skipped like I Alex stayed in what? character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is... A, <laughs> I, I appreciate the commitment to the character. <laughs> yeah. But that was the only time where someone was like legit pissed. Really? There have been times where people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just making a stupid video. Here, here's... And I'll show them what we just filmed. Uh-huh. And my goal whenever I'm making those videos is to make people laugh. Uh-huh. I never want to like... Like make fun of them. Yeah, Usually exactly. you're making fun of yourself more, it seems like. Yeah. Or being a character that... And or else I used to startle people just to get like a quick little reaction. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, whoa. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm just making a stupid vine. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no problem. Uh, there was one vine that I deleted soon afterwards because it came out mean. Okay. Uh, there was some two super high college kids in a grocery store in uh, Roxbury. 
and they were just super stoned and one kid was in a onesie in a shopping cart while his friend shopped him around and they were just both singing okay I think they thought like, uh, we're just being so crazy. Like yeah. everyone's enjoying this. Yeah. But everyone. We're so like, random. <laughs> yeah. I could tell like everyone was just like fucking college kids. Yeah. So I went up to them and I just, point of view, I just went up to them and said, like, excuse me, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then the the high kid was like, uh, uh. Oh, and then he just felt sad. And then that was it. Okay. <laughs> so then I was like, this is funny. But then. I got comments like, this is mean. And then I started to view it as mean. I was like, this is kind of mean. Okay. That and makes sense. Then I saw that kid months later at the same stop shop. He's like, hey, dude, you're the fucking Viner who posted that Vine of me. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I deleted that because like, people thought it was mean. He's like, yeah, it was kind of mean. Like, I started getting recognized on my campus from that Vine. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, but it got me laid one night. Oh, and you were like, well, there you go. Yeah, because one girl was like, hey, you're in Rydine's Vine. He's like, yeah, I am. Uh, I look stupid in it. She's like, no, it's funny. Is this helping you get laid? <laughs> it's just, there's, is there just like peripheral laying for you? Um, or do you have a girlfriend? I don't know. I had a girlfriend for the first two years of Vine. Uh-huh. Then I became single for my first time in 10 years. I was, I was in a long-term relationship. For 10 years? Shit, dude. Oh. Too long. That's like more, that's like longer than people stay married. Yeah, it was pretty much a marriage. We didn't believe in marriage, though. Yeah, yeah. We were, like, really progressive. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would get uh, recognized often by, like, college girls or, like, I don't know, 25-year-old girls. Yeah. And, yeah, when I first became single, I would use my perceived fame to get me laid, for sure. That's that's awesome. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. <laughs> Just curious. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, what do your parents think of you making this a career? Like, what do they think of it? They're very excited. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. Oh, uh, but uh, like my mom is so focused on my income. She's oh, that's all she cares about. It's like, have you gotten any brand deals? Um, that's really funny. And but they know they're worried because they know it's such a uh, up and down type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they were more excited for me to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. But then they saw that I was making money. The big thing was I started making money. Yeah. So then like, all right, you're making money. Good. Yeah. All and, right. Do you have I, health insurance? Did they ask you that? <laughs> I don't I like that's health. just like a parent thing. You do you have, have health? Do you? You have to have health insurance. Yes. I know. How much do you pay? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's still through my parents. <laughs> oh, lucky. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. I've been avoiding it. But like you have to. I know. Am I going to owe money because I don't have it? No, but like if you got like an accident or something, like I got, like I broke my hand last year mm. and I had health insurance, thank God, but I see all the bills come in because they still haven't like the insurance hasn't fully paid them. I broke my hand, got surgery. There's a whole thing. And then I had to go to like physical therapy and stuff. Oh, wow. It's like over $100,000 that the insurance companies had to pay. But it pay. Oh, but if I didn't have health insurance, that would have been on me. Uh, yeah, I know. I've been thinking just the past month. I was like, okay. get your shit together, yeah. Rye. Sorry, this is this is an intervention. Uh, I want to see it. Your parents called me. And <laughs> yeah. Dude, I want to make sure you have insurance. I want to see a therapist, too. Do you? I haven't okay. done that in years. I'm a cl- fucking cliche depressed comedian. I don't, but I was like, I don't know if... Th- does insurance cover therapy? I don't know. Probably fucking not. Yeah. Are you are you depressed? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to turn this into therapy. Not Were you depressed before you started doing comedy? Because comedy oh, yeah. can sometimes bring it on. Oh, yeah. Ever since like seventh grade. Started really? Getting, yeah. Like you, pretty legit depression. Not like, oh, I'm bummed out. Yeah, yeah. More like I dread everything about life. Really? Yeah. It's well, fun. Like, what? like every day? <laughs> no, I'll go, I'll get like, I'll go through depression what i think is like twice a year mm-hmm. well, that's uh, not too bad no how long does it last is it seasonal i don't know i sure hope not my mom's bipolar like okay. legit so i'm concerned that i have a little bit of a seasonal affect disorder or whatever the fuck it's called that's different than bipolar though isn't it yeah yeah i just hope i'm not bipolar i'm pretty sure i'm not i've had i've used to see doctors mm-hmm. and uh, i'd be like am i bipolar they're like no yeah, you have great. much much more mild ups and downs than a bipolar person good but um yeah i get the depressed bro how about you uh i mean i know i would say i'm overall fairly happy yeah but i'm like i'm like uh, i don't know like a like a dark thoughted person but like i is that a dark thoughted is that mm-hmm. but no i don't really get depressed nice I don't think yeah i'll go through periods where it affects me it to the point where i get angry at the depression oh that's because like i didn't do this i didn't get this project done because mm-hmm. 
I was sad. I was like, yeah. fuck you, depression. Yeah. So that's what makes me like really want to step up my game, see a therapist, and like that's not good. let that happen again. That's good. Dude, there was one year I didn't send it in a tape to SNL. I tried for like a month making tapes, but I was going through a depression. Oh, like, I like, did the same thing, but I think it was just getting in my own head. But I yeah. ended up sending it in. But it took me. I did it. Yeah. Um, like the day it was due. Were you happy with the results? No. Oh, you weren't? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm really able to convince myself like, ah, fuck it. I'm sure it was fine. Or yeah. like, I, I can self-talk myself into not being bummed about things. That's good. Which is maybe just delusion. That's good. Yeah. I, I think I'm just delusional. Yeah. But yeah, but, I'm, I'm tired of going through depressions. Yeah. Well, granted, like it's like kind of like in quotes cool and romanticized to like be a depressed comedian. Yeah, it's it, most comedians are. But when you act when it's actually you, it's not fucking cool. Yeah, you're like this isn't <laughs> fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to tell you about something really quick, guys. I'm super into HelloFresh right now. Like, I really need to eat healthy after my summer of having way too much fun. And HelloFresh is the meal ticket for me in the sense of I'm going to get healthy. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. They source the freshest ingredients measured the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. They also employ two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it is nutritionally balanced. They deliver the food right to your door in a recyclable insulated box for free. And they're now offering light meals, which is awesome, which is what I need right now. And it's also less than $10 a meal. And I have an offer for you guys. Listen, if you go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code be here 30 that's hellofresh.com and enter promo code be here 30 you will get 30 dollars off your first week of hellofresh so visit hellofresh.com and enter be here 30 so you never ended up sending a tape in uh two years ago i didn't uh-huh and i didn't this year because see that would send that would make me depressed if i like got yeah. so like in my head that i didn't do it then i would probably get really depressed right yeah and then afterwards i got i got angry at it yeah I was like, i can't believe this got in my way of pursuing a dream yeah so fuck you and i I didn't do it this past year because i didn't want to i just and i felt good about it yeah i was like this isn't the year for me yeah so i'll do it next year that's good uh unfortunately they just hired they hired their writer uh mikey day okay and we're twins uh are you i know know what he looks like but i forget i'm looking him up yeah we look so much alike so whatever i'll look him up afterwards so we can keep talking that's rude so fingers crossed he gets fired yeah. Then I'll just step in. Yeah, that's him. nice of you. I'll use his name too. Mikey Day. They'll be like, oh, you're back. It's They're like his face is a little, his face is rounder this season. But if he got fired, why would you be able to go back? I'm just logistically good speaking. Point. Yeah. Really good point. Sorry. It's math. I don't know. It's math. <laughs> did you send it in a tape this past year? Yes, I did. Um, it was probably shit. Did you get any response? Uh, no, 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 no. no. I was not expecting to. So you I had your manager? Did, I'm sorry. Oh, I basically just. I mean, I don't know. I did, I did Second City, the full Second City track for like, you know, year and a half, two years or whatever. I don't know what I did the whole time because I didn't leave with any characters. And so when I was making my SNL tape, I was like, I should have had this stuff all like pre-planned. Like <laughs> I, I spent a lot of money at Second City and a lot of time like doing the whole thing. Like, I don't know. And so I sort of threw it together at the end. I mean, parts of it were funny. I don't know. I bet you got some kind of response. So I, you went through your manager? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't so so far. I haven't. Yeah, but I also submitted a writing packet. Oh, cool. Um, also, no response on that. But you know. <laughs> okay. So who knows? Maybe my manager lied and they never responded. I doubt it. No, no. I I know. I I don't. I don't have characters like you have characters that have like costumes and stuff. Do you do any impressions? I mean, you had to for the tape, right? Yeah, I did one of Sofia Vergara that I came up with like maybe 15 minutes before the video. Is that the woman from uh, Modern Family? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can I hear an impression? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll do some impressions if you do. No, I don't have. I don't have any really. Here, you, why don't you give me some? <clears throat> Here's John Oliver from last week tonight. Okay. I can do it well if I t- study him and get a tape ready. Okay. But, so this is gonna be bad, but. <clears throat> John Oliver, Doctor Oz is not a doctor. He's a quack. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it's okay. Can you do Kathy for us and sure. explain who Kathy is? Yeah, this character. Explain Kathy. Kathy's backstory, what she looks like, what she's about, sure. who her friends are. So I, I, 
I have a character named Kathy. This is Kathy speaking right now, right? I'm 46 years old, twice divorced. I like to go on walk and talks with my girlfriends. I like cheesecake and margarita. So Kathy's got like a variation of the Boston accent, which is you say pizza, like pizza. Pizza. My mom, my mom does that. So Kathy, the character is inspired by my dad's ex-wife, whose name is Kathy as well. Oh, does she know that? Should have changed the name. I don't know if she knows it. Yeah, those three million views. It might have, it might have her followers that might have trickled down to her at some point. Yeah, right. Or I'm like. One day, I'm going to wake up to an email. I was like, you are being sued for slander. Yeah. <laughs> so I just... Probably. I just end all my Kathy videos with the word allegedly. And then that clears me legally. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but the real Kathy, a uh, wonderful woman. I wish she was still married to my dad. They had something good going on. Oh, but uh, great. The character is based off of her voice, the real uh-huh. Kathy's voice. She would answer the phone like, yeah, hi, Ray. How are you? And I'd be like, you got a weird voice. But, but so happy. <laughs> also, I enjoy it. She was, yeah. Uh, the real ca- the character Kathy is a lot happier than the real Kathy. Oh, okay. Because the character is like always happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, it is my favorite character t- to do. It's the most popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people are nostalgic for like a '90s mom. Yeah. So Kathy, I, in my yeah, mind, maybe that's what it is. In my mind, Kathy's like stuck in the '90s. Like she offers kids, like you want some bagel bites? Yeah. How about some pizza rolls? <laughs> Just like a mom from a commercial. Do they still make those? <laughs> yeah, you want some Sunny D? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she just makes me happy. That's funny. People love Kathy. <laughs> Did you do Kathy in your SNL tape? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, the that's f- the whole, that's what the whole thing is. The first, yeah, the first two tapes I sent in, even though you're not really supposed to do the same characters. Oh, really? I'm like, yeah, but Kathy should be on the show. But she's fantastic. Uh but yeah, and right now I'm pitching a TV show based on Kathy, mm-hmm. or I'm making a sizzle reel, sizzle reel two pitch. Would you play Kathy? Would it be like Jamee type of thing where like you play Kathy? Do you know you don't know who? No, who's Jamee? Jamee. A private school girl. I don't know a lot of things. Oh, so I don't either. This, this is exactly this is so up your alley. Look it up. It's um fuck. What's the guy's name? Uh, Chris, 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 Chris. I forget whatever Cornell. um no 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 no. he's dead didn't he die yeah didn't he die um it's a really popular show from uh australia this guy but it, but it's like on hbo and stuff here really? and it's this guy who plays like several characters in the show but the best one is uh jamae public school girl and he basically is this like really bratty uh and he's like pretty unattractive i don't mean to mm-hmm. but especially as a girl um as a man he's attractive but as a girl very unattractive but <laughs> she's like basically like um Rachel McAdams and Mean Girls. Okay. So, yeah, I was thinking that maybe would be the structure of yours where, like, you're playing her the whole time. Or is it, like, you're just writing it and there's another lady playing Kathy? Oh, no, I, I play the character. Okay. So, the premise behind the show, I'm going to be pitching. Mm-hmm. I can't really say, I don't know what I can say, but I can say this. It's like, uh, I play the character, then I go into real-life situations. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, we're using one of my Instagram videos as part of the sizzle because it's, like, good enough, we think. Uh-huh. In one Instagram video, I go to the Cheesecake Factory, dressed as Kathy, and I'm excited to see, get a tour and see how the cheesecakes are made. <laughs> so then I like ask the host, like, hey, I want to uh, take a tour? He's like, of the restaurant? No, of the factory. I want to see how the cheesecakes are made. <laughs> like, Unfortunately, we don't make any cheesecakes here, but you can go look at them in the back. Then I talk to some waitresses, mm-hmm. say the same thing. Like, how come you don't make cheesecakes here? Yada. It's like an investigation. Uh-huh. So at the end, I conclude... It's actually a factory of lies. So the show will be like that. I'll go into the public. Uh-huh. A theme will develop. And then I will then further uh, investigate. So I then, love that. So with this cheesecake thing, I did the video of investigating the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna, I've already scheduled one of the waitresses I talked to. I'm going to sit her down in a one-on-one spoof interview to ask her what the deal is. How come they don't make cheesecakes there? It's like... Like they do on The Daily Show. Yeah, like yeah. Like those fake interviews. I love it. Although they're real, but like joke. Yeah, yeah, I want to do interviews where like people don't know who they're about to sit down with. And producers say like, all right, so you're meeting with Kathy. She's 46 years old, twice divorced. She loves margaritas and cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> How do people keep a straight face? With, or, or But they don't know that you're joking, so they're probably trying to be like, I don't, right. you can't, they can't be mean to you. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't shot the interview segments yet. I'm excited for that, but I can't wait for them to not feel allowed to laugh yeah. because it's 2017 and you can't, transgender yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. is a real thing. 
so like it's they'll hilarious. just have to try to take me seriously that's hilarious <laughs> but i'll be really over the top with that's a, really funny with, they'll be the straight man i'll be the wacky one yeah yeah so it'll be i think it'll be good i think it sounds exciting if anyone's listening they want to buy this show without th- me making the sizzle reel that'd be great yeah less work for me how far into the sizzle reel are you into making it or whatever uh, we've done probably like three minutes we're, well, we're making a mini episode oh okay. a six minute i was like three minutes seems like enough for a sizzle reel. yeah yeah usually like, like four minutes but we're doing a, a mini app okay i like it and i'm shooting for uh i'm trying to think of a joke here uh hbo HBO? Yeah, was that funny? That wasn't funny. Well, nobody could be on there. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, I really want to show you Jamea after this. Mm. Um, okay, I have a few more questions. Or like several more. Is this know. a good episode so far? I think it's great. Should actually. I be like wackier? No, I think you're like perfectly wacky. What are your listeners like? Should we get real? Want me to cry? They actually, my listeners are, I think there are a lot of girls, is, would be my guess. All right, show this. Yeah. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. up? My name's Ra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not Riff Raff. Is that who that guy is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was a Viner. Was he? Bit. Yeah. I actually don't really know who he is besides the fact that there was that movie made about him that What's-His-Butt was in? James Franco? Am I just, am I totally wrong on who Riff Raff is? I don't know. Riff Raff is like a rapper type of dude. But didn't they make a movie about him? I might just not Are know who th- he is. I, know James, I don't know. You know the movie The Room? No, I'm thinking of the one with like, like the, the little pop star girls that were, I don't know. Uh, we'll, well, I'll figure it out. I don't know things. Neither do I. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're a good match. Wait, okay, so would you choose, well, not that you have to choose, but would you choose doing stand-up over, well, they can all go simultaneously, so I guess I can't ask that question. What is your favorite thing to do? Stand-up, Vine, characters, Uh, what's your dream dream job? uh, Well, I'll say my favorite thing to do is Mm stand-up. Really? Yeah. More than making like the Vines and stuff? I think... I mean, stand-up's my favorite. I yeah. consider it a drug. It, it makes me feel the best. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why comedians are so depressed, because we rely on that feeling. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I love the camaraderie with comedians. Mm-hmm. I like uh, like hanging out after a show. Yeah, yeah. Super fun. And just... Going on tour with comedians is so fun. Yeah, and just because it's, like, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Granted, some gigs are easy. Like, it's a great audience. Yeah. But afterwards, like the camaraderie, like, yeah, we did a show and it's scary and yeah. <laughs> we're pursuing our dreams. Yeah. <laughs> we're all together. <laughs> we all have some sort of problem. Uh, so that makes me the happiest and most fulfilled, but I am better at characters mm-hmm. and videos. But I think I'm so involved in the social media industry that it's become stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all stressful. It's become a job now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where like if I stop posting, I'll be forgotten for yeah. sure. Yeah. Just like anybody, if you disappear from the industry, mm-hmm. you will be forgotten. How many how many days a week do you make a video? Lately, I've been focused on my my podcast. Uh-huh. Talk about that. Sure, and I, I've been working on the listen to his t- podcast. Yeah, so I've been obsessed with my podcast and working a lot on the TV show thing. Mm-hmm. So this past month, I haven't been posting a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. Taking a hit, it's so it's it's so frustrating. If I don't post, yeah. I lose followers. You can't do everything though. Right, it's so hard. And I know that if I got popular on YouTube, which I haven't focused on, mm-hmm. if you get popular on YouTube, then everything grows. So your Instagram, Snapchat, that all grows. Yeah. But if you get popular on Instagram, it's pretty much just Instagram that grows. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking like I should focus on YouTube, but that's so hard to grow. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So Can't much. I just sit down? Can't I just take a nap? <laughs> Kathy needs a nap. I've been joking on stage a little bit of how I, I get... Like, I look at homeless people and think, like, man. <laughs> Looks nice. <laughs> They're living the life. At least, or like, I can always do that. Yeah. There's always that option. I can always fall back there. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I just want to sit down. I, I'm a big fan of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> do you watch a lot of TV? Um, I would if I gave up on everything. I'm the same way. I don't watch TV. Yeah. I don't have the time to. I'll watch TV like late at night when I come home. Yeah. And then I'll See, forget I, I'm a I sleeper. When I get home, I'm like, uh, it's time for bed. I oh, literally like, walk nice. in my door and then go straight to sleep. That's amazing. I don't have that discipline. It's not even a discipline. It's just I don't have energy, I guess. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, the Adderall's worn off by that point and it's time to go to bed. You know what I mean? I have sleep probs, bro. Okay. That's the depression kicking in. Is or it? maybe I have more depression because I sleep a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, we both I just need can't, therapists. I, I can't fall asleep. Yeah. I can, I'm, I can always sleep. <sighs> Lucky. Yeah. But yeah, so lately I've been, uh, my favorite thing to do lately is podcasting. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at home here. It's so, really fun, isn't it? Yeah. 
and I've been obsessed. But that will get, once you start like having to deal with like your network and like ads and stuff, not that it's not fun. I still love podcasting and I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are my friends and you keep me, well, you just keep me happy. Um, but once it, it starts involving like, you know, 25 yep. emails a day about, you know, your ads and, and right. you know, who's your next guest and what you're doing, you're like, oh, it's not as fun anymore. Do you obsess over your numbers, downloads um, and stuff? I used to know I don't anymore. I don't even I don't I won't I rarely look at them and same thing with reviews. I won't look at reviews because I don't because if someone says something that like I mean, sometimes they're constructive and sometimes they're just like, All right, that didn't help, that just hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like it'll get in my head too much, so I just right. don't I just don't pay attention. I constantly work on not obsessing over numbers. Yeah. Cause I, just don't look at them. Right? Although it is good to know, I think I just started mine a month ago. Yeah. So it is good to know like Definitely. what works. I guess if my numbers dip, um, Wondery, my network will tell me. Yeah. So something, someone will tell me. Right, right. So I don't have to just like look at it. Uh, I, I started my podcast with uh, Brandon Calvillo, mm-hmm. who's a former Viner. Okay. And a really great writer. Good actor, but he's not pursuing acting heavily. But uh, Is he a comedian too or just a Viner? Uh, just a v- social media guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's a writer. He's definitely a writer and director. He's great at directing and like cinematography and that shit. You know, and great writer too. Um, and so we have been doing two episodes a week. That's a lot. In which they are an hour and a half each uh-huh. or more. And we've noticed, we think maybe that's too much. Because we've gotten a lot of downloads already in September. Uh-huh. But most of them are just scattered throughout all our episodes. Yeah. So our, our latest episode, which is me and Brandon, a Monday episode, has like scarily low downloads so yeah. far we yeah but it was monday which was yeah, yesterday was, which was, is a holiday no one was listening to podcast true yeah holidays are yeah. bad for podcasting yeah no one's listening to that shit but uh but we still have thirty thousand downloads since september 1st so now we're, re- we're realizing oh people are still listening to the back haven't ones. finished yeah. to like yeah ones because they if they ca- like you could like a year later have like listeners that catch on right and they go start back so, or they, or they just like choose one in the middle that they like because they know one of right. your guests or something. So it scared us a little bit. Our past two episodes have not as much downloads as we want or it's we're used to. to do with anything. So we're like, oh no, people don't like us anymore. They hate us. <laughs> no, it's time to be sad again. No, it's like we started three weeks ago. They've decided they hate us. It's just don't pay attention to it. I know, right? I have problems doing that. <laughs> okay, I have a few more questions. Sure. Who is your biggest career influence, or who whose career would you want to have? Um. My hero is Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Ever since a kid, love him. Mm-hmm. I have some deep reasons. I'll touch upon quickly. Okay. So my mom, my mom is has bipolar disorder. Yeah. Like Does li- he as well? I don't think he's he's not out with it. At least. Okay. He's definitely a weirdo mm-hmm. and like has. He's hyper emotional. Yeah, yeah. Hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. He's an artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as a kid, my mom would often get depressed, and I would do silly voices and characters to cheer her up. Mm-hmm. And often it was G- uh, Jim Carrey. I do like Ace from Sure impressions yeah. to make my mom, my mom laugh. So Aww. therefore he's ingrained in like uh, such a deep, like huge thing in my life. Mm-hmm. So he means the world to me and I love him so much. That's very cool. <laughs> and I saw an interview with him on a Showtime show, like Inside Comedy. I forget what it's called was an interview with him and he said like my mom he, he said about his mom uh-huh. the same story like my mom had a lot of depression so i would do voices and characters to cheer her up and i heard that that's very cute i heard that a few years ago i th- uh-huh. i would have thought i would have figured that out sooner but i saw that i was like oh my god that's what i do have you met him before no although i went to the dumb and dumber 2 premiere uh-huh. and he was there he was like 20 feet away from me he was hanging out with his family. It wasn't a moment oh, where I where could, could have, have said something. Yeah. If he was just hanging out. And you would have been heartbroken if you would have caught it at the wrong moment. And yeah. Like, yeah. excuse me, don't talk to me right now. Yeah, yeah. But I saw him and I did an internal freak out. That's really like, cool. Oh, have you watched where uh, I'm dying up here? Yeah, a little bit. The first one is really depressing. And yeah. then and then it yeah. becomes more relatable after that. Okay. I've only seen like, well, I just started watching it this week and I saw like three and a half episodes. Yeah, I saw the first one. I, I, see, first one's really dark where i'm just like are we that depressing i thought it was going to be a funny show uh-huh <laughs> oh no i read the book and i knew it was dark okay yeah, yeah it's not funny at all by the way i'm looking at my phone not for time no. i can I can talk as long as you want um <laughs> but whose career would i want um danny glover's 
His is cool. Really? Uh, Adam Devine. Yeah, that's a good one too. He's like my age, but like way more successful. I think he's a little <laughs> bit younger actually. Is he? How old is he? I'm going to say 30, 31. Huh. I have no idea. All right. Good for him. But yeah, he's got a good, good career. Yeah. Yeah, my hero is Jim Carrey. I want Adam Devine's career and Danny Glover. Um, Who's your favorite stand-up, stand-up comic? Uh, right now, Bill Burr. Me too. Really? Nice. Yes, he's the best, Yeah, I think. And he, he's able to just like say things that, like, he can rationalize anything. Like, he can start off on a sentence and like talk about like hitting a woman. And by the end of it, you're like, well, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah uh, totally. Yeah, 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 sure. That makes sense. Exactly. And he doesn't, for those of you that don't know who Bill Burr is, he's not like saying it in a bad way. It's just he's so smart. He can flip mm-hmm. it in a way where you're like, oh, okay. Yep. And I yeah. like how he handles hate in, in that he doesn't respond to it. Mm-hmm. Like he's gotten in controversy for stuff he said on late night shows. Really? Worked, like what? Uh, you know what? I don't, I can't remember. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably in large part because he doesn't talk about it. Yeah. But he just, does, he just doesn't care. Yeah. I don't think he's choosing like I I want this to die so I just won't mention it. Yeah. I think he just well, doesn't I think, give a fuck. I think he probably also knows that talking about the stuff he talks about he's probably going to get hate and he, yeah, you're right, he doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool cuz as a person who gets hate sometimes, Macy Do you get hate sometimes? Yeah, nothing as big as like trending on Twitter like what happened to Bill Burr a couple Like times. what was the worst thing that you got hate for? Um I was on a TV show called Funniest Wins with mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans. Let me take a sip of this drink. Go for it. I wish I could take a sip of mine, but mine was in a coffee mug, so there's none left. Oh. Um, so I was on a reality comedy c- competition show called Funniest Wins, hosted mm-hmm. by Marlon Wayans. At that point, I had been doing comedy for a year, so I wasn't ready. I even told my manager, I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, just do it. You'll get a TV credit. Um, I, got, I got kicked off first. There's a backstory. I was man- manipulated by producers uh-huh. to where basically there was a challenge and they told me and my partner to keep it G-rated. Okay. And then they told everyone else to make it as edgy as possible. What? And so Marlon went up on the stage in front of a live audience. He was like, I told my contestants to make the edgiest sketch they could. And then I looked at my partner and was like, oh, well, we're going home. <laughs> Wait, why would they do that? Just because they were like staging it where like you guys had to go home first? I think I had already not done well the first challenge. So uh-huh. it was already like, oh, looks like the Vine guy, Rai Dune, he's struggling so far. Uh-huh. So I think it was like, all right, it'd be natural to have Ryan lose. So let's uh, mislead his team. I don't like it. I don't like it's it shady. either. It's shady. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> Is the show still on? But, you know, I th- th- it could have just been like a miscommunication be- with Marlon or something. Mm-hmm. I've seen him since. And I've. Yeah. Actually, I'm this TV show with Kathy. Mm-hmm. I'm making with the showrunner of that show. Oh, okay. And he had he had no memory of me like losing. He okay. Was like, oh, you you get, you got kicked off first, huh? Oh, but you're so funny. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it all worked out. Because most people are only thinking about themselves. They don't really think about yeah all your failures. Right. Yeah. So people with anxiety, yeah. you think the plane is going to crash because you're on it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you narcissist. It's true. There's a video that Doug Stanhope has from a few years ago, mm-hmm. saying how the the news just instills fear in people saying like if you go outside you're gonna get shot and stand up says like no you're not gonna get shot your plane's not gonna crash it's like nothing interesting is ever gonna happen in your stupid boring life it's true and that was so comforting to me you were like, like all right that's yeah <laughs> you're like i am pretty boring all right cool <laughs> yeah nothing's cool is gonna happen all right thanks Doug. Um, wait so you got a lot of hate for that for the oh yeah yeah so i got hate on Vine and in social media saying, I ah, see you're not funny. You're not a real comedian. It was proven on that TV show. You're so mean. You weren't funny. And I'm thinking like, fuck, they didn't see behind this footage. And like, it's really mostly scripted. Yeah. Like I'm sure they decided like, yeah. all right, we're gonna have Ryan. Did you Higgs. choose to respond or did you? Um, I didn't respond. I would delete stuff. Yeah. So what happened on Vine was I was deleting comments and then this one person uh, made a Vine account with the same co- name Rydoon the same color scheme as my page, the same photo, same avatar. Uh, and they took a clip from the show. Mm-hmm. It was a clip of the, the Funniest Wins show where Marlon says like, so what do you, I was about to do stand up on a tour bus, mm-hmm. like a sightseeing bus for an audience that we don't know who the audience is going to be. Yeah. So was, Marlon was like, what do you uh, want to happen during this? Um, 
And he was like, well, and I said, well, I just made a joke. I was like, well, I'm hoping that the audience is uh, teenage girls because uh, that's who I have on Vine. Yeah. It was like a joke, like a creepy yeah. joke. I hope it's all teenage girls. Yeah. Uh, but then they made, they edited, edited that to make it look like I just said that. I hope it's teenage girls. And then Marlon looks, looks at the camera and says, like, well, that's creepy. Oh, God, that's so <laughs> annoying. So the, the hater on Vine took that clip. And then the caption was like, Rye Dune is a rapist and has sex with underage girls. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this is, and then, and then, a lawyer? Or it was like, I'm right, they said like, I'm right, Dune, and I rape girls. Oh my God. And then fans or like uh, uh, viewers were commenting like, no, I thought he was a good guy. Like they were believing it. So I would, I would report that to Vine, it'd get deleted. Then they, that person would make another account. Oh my God. Like making new, more and more accounts each time I had it deleted. So I spent like who was this person? I don't know, but like it made me just feel like like really shitty and just, ew, like, that is really creepy. And just like oh man, like like I'm a nice guy, and like now this person's trying to spread rumors that I'm a child molester. That is so <laughs> creepy. So I was like, this is not cool. So I yeah, stayed up all would, night deleting. That would upset me. Yeah, if I were you. Yes, yeah. I might lose a little sleep over that. Yeah, yeah, it was a bummer. That really, that's so weird. Are you sad? Vine's gone. Um, yes. Yeah. Which if you could choose Vine, Instagram story or Snapchat, which would you choose? Or YouTube? Um, I think at this point, I think I'm going to start doing YouTube again. Like I, I, I was ready to move on from Vine mm-hmm. and I'm ready to move on from Instagram too. There's yeah. a lot of sh- really shitty comedy videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I guess YouTube, I mean, I'm really ready to move on to to podcasting yeah i want podcasting to be we'll talk about your podcast um where can my listeners find you and listen to your podcast say the name of it it's called i'm sorry dad and i host it with uh brandon calvillo who is a dead viner as well (laughs) um in our theme we chose that name because one it's just cool yeah it's a good name (laughs) i like it it's catchy it's kind of funny actually the the term or not the term but i'm sorry dad used to be my credit card password it was like i'm sorry dad and a bunch of numbers it was just a, a joke funny, to, actually a, a joke to myself yeah like one day i'll be calling my dad yeah <laughs> to bail me out of this debt that's very funny uh and so forever it had been my wi-fi password i'm mm-hmm. sorry dad which a bunch of random numbers um then i chose it for the podcast because it was just catchy yeah kind of funny and also it ties in with our general theme which is we, we talk about what it's like to be doing social media uh-huh. and stuff we're doing mm-hmm. show business yeah and how like most people deem it to be irrational mm-hmm. and it is r- difficult. Yeah. And our parents just want us to have the steady income mm-hmm. and health insurance. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> it's good. Sorry I didn't become a nurse. I feel like they'll be happy. For, I mean, you've already kind of made it. Yeah. More no, than right? a lot of people have. Isn't it funny how when you get to a certain point, you want more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that, well, I think anyone in the entertainment industry is never, never happy i don't think there's i don't think oprah with all her money is like all right it's time to retire i think she's like what else can i do to reinvent myself what can i do like i don't think the type of person that gets in into the entertainment industry is not someone that is ever willing to settle right otherwise you wouldn't be in this industry yeah but i I try to get gain or keep a perspective because like we're living a cool life we live in la Mm -hmm. we hang out at like the comedy store Mm -hmm. the improv it's fun that's cool yeah. Sometimes I need to remind myself that like, hey, I'm yeah. hanging out with fucking. I don't have to wake up at 8 a.m. and go to a job I hate. Yes. Yeah. So like we should be proud of ourselves. Yeah. I'm doing well. So uh, this is an inspirational I? podcast. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and then it turns quickly. Right. You're doing fantastic. Thank you. So are you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for doing my uh, podcast. Will you say your social media handles? Wait, can I ask you one thing? Yeah. Is this getting too long? No, it's not. How did you start your podcast and like what made you want to do it and how did you get listeners? Um. I started it because, well, like every comedian has one, but I used to do my friend Stassi's a lot, who's on a reality show called Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. Okay. And so, uh, and I loved doing it. And so, and then I, I also just sort of had like some built-in listeners from doing that. And so she encouraged me to start my own and I did. And so I got a lot of the listeners that she had nice. for mine. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I started it. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, I love doing it. But everyone has a podcast now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Vanderpump Rules is super popular, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I've never that seen is. it, and I know that's a sin. No, it's not. 
but you're not uh, missing a lot. No, it is a great show, and they've done a great job, and and they're my friends, and I'm on it too occasionally, and you know, oh, nice. it's you know, it's done some great things for my career too. So, awesome. Yeah. I went to uh, one of the restaurants or the Sir, bars. Yeah. Sir Pump. Yeah, yeah. I had some friends of a friend visit L.A. And they wanted to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was like, I don't know what, what this is. And there were people like taking pictures of the of Sir outside. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, for me? I was like, wow, I'm so, I still got it. They're, <laughs> they're taking pics of me. And they're, and they're like, no, can you just move so we can see the sign? <laughs> right, yeah. That, which stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. Oh. Tell me you don't want to jump off a building when you hear that. Sexy I do at least. Sexy Unique Restaurant. Yeah, that's really dumb, isn't it? It was definitely way too fancy for me. It, it's, oh, it's silly is what it is, but whatever. All right, say what your social media handles are. Yes, I am Rye Dune everywhere. R-Y-D-O-O-N. Oh, it's so simple. Mine is so confusing. Um... I'm Rachel N. O'Brien. That's R A C H A E L N O B R I E N. That Rachel that uh, that reads is Rachel N. O'Brien. But <laughs> N is my middle initial. Whatever, guys. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to chat about anything, email me at info at rachelobriencomedy.com. Tweet me, Instagram me. You know the drill. All right. Bye. Bye.